Hello, welcome to the Revive for the Journey podcast, where we give you this week's message from Cove Church. We pray that it blesses you and helps you grow deeper in your journey with Christ. Enjoy. Hello, Cove Church. My name is Gianna, and I get the honor of leading our Cove Kids ministry. As a church, we had a really cool opportunity to lead 65 kids to a growing relationship with Jesus this week at VBS. We also had lots and lots of fun. And we've done some really important things here this week, and I can't wait to tell you about it. But here's one thing to know. As important as all the stuff that we did here, I think, and it is really important, I think what happens in your home is even more important. And that is why I'm so excited that I get to do this family service together. So our Cove kids, they started out knowing a lot of great stuff. And this week, we've learned even more. So it's time for the grown-ups to catch up. Ready? Let's start from the beginning. What does it mean to make waves? Well, think about a big wave crashing onto the shore. Waves are powerful, they can make an impact, and it's the same for us too. The way we live can make an impact on other people. All summer long in Cove Kids, we've been finding out how we can make waves and share God's love and purpose to those around us. This week at VBS, we talked about how God made people with a purpose, how Jesus invited people to follow Him, how you can trust Jesus with your life, and how to love others the way that Jesus loves you. Do you see the theme here? You can make waves. You can actually change the world around you with God's help. So earlier this week, we discovered that there's one person who showed us exactly what God is like with the way that he lives each day. I think we should share that same story with all the adults in the room. So let's give the adults a chance to impress us. Okay, kids, no helping, only grownups. Any guesses on who that person is who showed us exactly what God was like when he lived each day? If you said Jesus, you are correct. Jesus, God's son. He is God. Kids, you have raised them so well. Good job, guys. Jesus showed love to everybody. He performed amazing miracles and he showed people a completely new way to live and think about God. He made everyone feel like they were valuable because they are. Not only that, Jesus invited other people to be part of the work that he was doing in the world. Jesus had a close group of friends. They were called the disciples and they traveled with him and saw all the amazing things that he did. Even after Jesus died on the cross and came back to life, the disciples would then go on to be making waves by sharing Jesus's love with others. With the power of God's spirit, they truly changed the world. And today I want to share a really amazing true story about something that happened with Jesus and his disciples. So if you have your Bibles, we are going to be reading from Matthew 14, 22 through 34. Before we read, here is some context about what is happening in Matthew chapter 14. We discover that John the Baptist, who is Jesus's cousin, had tragically died under the orders of Herod's wife. 
The word of John the Baptist's death got back to Jesus. And so Jesus, he took some time to go by himself to a remote place to pray. And when Jesus arrived to his destination, crowds of people began surrounding the towns and found him and they began to follow him. Instead of turning people away because Jesus was, he just lost his cousin. He was getting ready to mourn. But instead of turning the people away, Jesus looked at them with compassion. And so out of this experience, we get the miracle of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Okay, now let's go on from here. So we are gonna read Matthew 14, verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already considerable distance from land by the waves and the waves were crashing because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down on the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached for his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshiped him saying, truly you are the son of God. There are a few miracles in this chapter that are packed in. First, we see the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. Then we see Jesus walking on water. And then we see the storm had completely stopped. And there's one more that I think can get easily missed, which would be the disciples worshiping Jesus. So up until this point, the disciples, they weren't 100% sure of Jesus's position as God's son. And this actually wasn't the first time that Jesus and his disciples faced a storm in the Sea of Galilee. In Matthew chapter eight, Jesus and his disciples got in a boat and they were caught up in a storm. And as the waves were crashing against the boat, the disciples were afraid, which is saying a lot for the condition of the storm because these guys were raised on water. They made a living on water. So you know it was pretty bad when they were getting pretty scared. But in the middle of the storm, Jesus was sleeping. And here's what happens next. Matthew 8, verses 25 through 26. The disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us, we are going to drown. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and waves and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and waves obey him. So the disciples, they had experienced and seen Jesus perform miracles after miracles in crowds of thousands of people and even personally within their own lives. Yet 
they still had questions. What makes the disciples worshiping Jesus in chapter 14 a big deal is the fact that they accepted Jesus fully as the Son of God, as their Savior. One of the best things that Jesus did is that he never casted out the disciples. He never set them aside for their experiencing their doubts and their fears. When Peter started to drown, it actually says that Jesus immediately picked him up and saved him when he cried out. So Jesus didn't shame Peter. He didn't shame the disciples by saying, you have no faith. Like, I knew it. This is it. No, he didn't say you have no faith. He didn't say that. He said, you of little faith. Their invitation to follow Jesus didn't expire because of their little faith. When their faith proved to be small, Jesus's love proved to be greater. He continued to teach them and he continued to walk with them through their little faith so that they could get to the moment when their eyes would be open and they can see Jesus as God's son and experience the fullness of living out the kingdom of heaven. So, and you know what? Jesus is inviting us to. That means we get a chance to make waves and show everyone what Jesus is like. We can follow Jesus by living his way and showing his love to others. Of course, we might not always get it right. We may feel like we are starting to sink like Peter did. And that's why it's a good reminder that Jesus is always there to help and pull us back up. So maybe you're in a season where you're like Peter and you're just so ready to go all in. Take me deeper, Jesus. I hear your voice. Whatever it takes, I want to be close to you. Or maybe you are the disciples in the boat. You're just watching from a distance, waiting for a moment, an invitation to fully accept Jesus for who he says he is. Wherever you are, Jesus will meet you where you're at. Out at sea, in the boat, Maybe you're just off on shore. You're just distance. Jesus will meet you where you're at. You are invited to follow Jesus. So let's pray. And I just want to thank you so much. So let's pray. God, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus showed your love to the world. Thank you for giving us a chance to follow Jesus, just like the disciples did. Please help us have courage, like Peter, to step out, to be drawn closer to you, Lord. Through the winds and the waves, the distractions of life, Lord, help us to keep our eyes set and focused on you because you are good and we love you so much, Lord. Teach us how to live so that we may show your love to the world around us that so desperately needs to know you. God, we love you so much. We thank you for the amazing week we had at VBS. We pray that the lives of the children that were here would continue on to be changed and just draw, draw closer to a deeper relationship with you, Lord. We thank, we're so thankful for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Cove Church. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. To stay connected with all things Cove Church, visit our website, covechurchpnw.com or on all social media platforms at Cove Church PNW. We'll see you next time.